0: learn more at marines.com okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry ooh a book club computer solitaire huh ah <sighs> oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment
1: steeler fans it's time once again for another episode of that show that we all love to call bad language or at least that's what i love to call it here on steel curtain network my name is brian anthony davis i am here courtesy of fans First sports network and glad to be showing off our steeler talents and knowledge and i know that sounds absolutely obnoxious but you know what? We are showing off our fandom as well. And we know that you are great fans. And you know we know that you have that knowledge as well. And we love to share it with you. So once again, welcome to Steel Curtain Network. And let's do it. Bad language. Now, the Pittsburgh Steelers had a big victory. And I know it's not a big deal. But a big victory in preseason shows that the team is a little bit ahead of where you expected them to be and there is always going to be work to do and Mike Tomlin said that on his press conference the other day after the game against Tampa Bay it was only a 27 to 17 win but if you're watching that game and you see what the Steelers did especially their first team and with their defense that was one of those scores that was a little bit deceiving and the reason it's deceiving is because the Steelers outplayed Tampa's different units in so many different ways. Now, I know a lot of their stars on defense were not there. A lot of their stars on offense were not playing, but same to be said about the Steelers. So that's something not to really think too hard about that. You know, it is not even, but I caution everybody. And even though I'm very excited about what I saw, especially with the first team offense, I caution to get way too excited and start booking your your trip to the Super Bowl right now. You know, don't get tickets this second. Because that's not what's happening here. But you do know what the Steelers are absolutely capable of if they're healthy and they're in sync. And they added a few more weapons. Remember, this is a team. Then went seven and two over the last nine games of two thousand and twenty-two. Can they do that again? Well, you hope they don't have to go seven of nine in the last nine games because they're going two and seven to start. That was a bad start. Starting off two and seven, yeah, that that was rough. But when you look at what they did over the, over the last half of the season, things started to come together. Now the key is to not start that rough. Remember Kenny Pickett did not start until game five. He did not And that was game against Buffalo. And wow. He got his hat handed to him, but. He also started off very slow because he he was not getting first team reps. So when you see a Kenny Pickett getting first team reps and being the first option unequivocally, that's gotta make you feel good. It answered some questions. It answered the fact that you know Kenny Pickett has been working. And he's not afraid to be watching film. He's not afraid to be doing workouts right before his wedding with Allen Robinson. He didn't get married to Allen Robinson, but you know what I'm talking about. You know what Kenny Pickett is now capable of. You expect that jump now because of one series. Now, is it going to be a Josh Allen type jump? Is it going to be the kind of jump that you saw from Joe Burrow. Now, nobody's expecting that. They're different quarterbacks. But Kenny has the weapons. Kenny is in sync. When George Pickens is talking about how the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be successful because Kenny and number 14 himself, both second-year players, are completely in sync, And have that vibe when he's comparing himself to Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown's connection from way back earlier in the day, you know, that can strike some people as egotistical wide receivers are egotistical. That's, you know, that's not something that you should really be concerned with. You want that confidence. He's saying, Hey, we're not there yet, but I see how that vibe worked. And I think we are working on that same vibe. And that kind of makes you excited. A lot of people were afraid that George Pickens was a straight on the fly, one trick pony. And everybody said, George Pickens needs to add some yak to those combat catches. Well, with a 33 yard pass play. To cap off that first ten-yard, 10-play dri- 10 drive. Well, absolutely do they have chemistry. Absolutely did he get some yak. And other players were getting yak. Deontay Johnson was getting yak. Yards after catch, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Calvin Austin III got that yak too. And that's another guy to talk about. Calvin Austin, the he had some nice runs on the jet sweep. I know people are like, oh, not the jet sweeps. Yeah. Well, the jet sweeps work if you have the right personnel, but when he blew past that Tampa defender, I don't remember his name. I don't think that we're really going to need to remember his name. Cause he plays in Tampa. You don't play him again this year. He's not a superstar and we know that. But Calvin Austin, the third blew past a guy in a manner that looked like he was standing still. It looked like the flash against the Hulk. I know Hulk's pretty speedy for a big guy, but you know what I'm saying? This guy, I mean. He was electric, how fast he was. Now, are you going to expect that every game? That's what we're talking about when we say that it takes more than one to believe, to steal leave in the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're going to talk about that more when we come back right after this. It's the steel curtain network. It's bad language on a Monday. Welcome back to bad language. I am Brian Anthony Davis. This is my solo show. And I love putting it out to you. Make sure you check out Steel Curtain Network for all of your Pittsburgh Steeler needs. As we do it here. And as we keep on during the season, man, you're going to have 22 original shows. As we go along. And the Pittsburgh Steelers, when they're doing something. We're telling you all about it. So make sure you bookmark us wherever you download your favorite podcast. Subscribe so many different shows on the network, so many different shows with different teams and different sports, even sports entertainment on steel curtain networks, fans, first network, actually it's fans, first sports network. It's not Steel Curtain networks. You know what I'm saying? It's a Monday. I'm in training camp. So I'm working out the bugs for the regular season. So when I stumble here and there, don't expect this in the regular season. Oh yeah. Actually, if you know me expect this in the regular season, but it is a Monday and we're getting excited. What are the Pittsburgh Steelers going to have to do to prove that Calvin Austin, the third is for real. Well, well, they can't anoint them after just one practice as Denny green would say what do you want to crown him he can't crown him now he's got to keep this going he's got to do this against more pro ready competition and you want to see him involved early in the buffalo game coming up this week now buffalo is not going to have everybody out there it is preseason. Week two, but you're going to have better competition this week. If it was Tampa this week, you're still going to have better competition because competition preseason week one to week two is better, but Buffalo is a Super Bowl contender. So I would almost think that these are the guys that you definitely want to play. And we talk all the time about preseason is not for winning. Preseason is not for losing. What preseason is, is all about getting ready. You're not really winning and losing. You could lose jobs. But are you losing jobs after the first week? A lot of people want to go ahead and say that James Pierre has lost his job because of the way he played and people are now concerned. Remember, this is not two years ago where James Pierre is expected to be a starter. No, it's, it's not, this is 2023 when James Pierre who was released or not had his contract retendered and then was brought back later. to fill some holes in there to see if he could compete for a backup job. If James Pierre is starting in 2023, it's because other guys got hurt because you have Patrick Peterson. You have Levi Wallace. You have Joey Porter Jr. Now, the thing about Joey Porter Jr., you're hoping he plays this week. Joey Porter Jr. has a bad week, though, coming back from an ankle injury, say he plays, we're not cutting him as fans. We're not going to be calling for his head. No, we're, we're not, but what we're going to do is we're going to show some concern if he comes out and has two picks, we're going to anoint him as the next great one, like we are with Calvin Austin, the third, like we are with Nick Herbig, who had one and a half sacks. Just because Trenton Thompson had an interception doesn't mean he's the guy. Doesn't mean that he is going to be the next great corner. One game does not make you in preseason, especially that first game. You, It has to be sustained. Now let's get back to James Pierre. Terrell Austin, defensive coordinator of the Pittsburgh Steelers, challenged, challenged James Pierre and said, hey, he's got to do a lot more because he did have a bad game. What did he do? That very guy that lit it up, that next superstar in Calvin Austin the third was contained by James Pierre on Sunday's practice. Not only that, But James Pierre had a pick in that practice. Did not happen in a game. And I get that. You've seen some good things from James Pierre. James Pierre should be on this roster, especially because of his special teams play. And because of the fact that you could go ahead and plug him in. In case of emergency. He's not here to be a starter in Pittsburgh. At this juncture, in his mind, he wants to be. But the plan is to have him waiting in the wings and playing. So expect him to make this team, really. And the way you bounce back in practice is a big deal. It really is. It is a huge deal to be able to bounce back. He's going to have plenty of times. time. Everybody's going to look at number 42. Against Buffalo, but people are going to look for that 42 to be flipped over and they want to see what that 24 Joey Porter Jr. is going to do. We're going to want to see as fans and as an organization, what Patrick Peterson's going to do. And we want to make sure that Levi Wallace is still ready to hold it down. Because here's the thing. Don't forget that Joey Porter is not supposed to be the starter this year. J-, J is to be waiting in the wings. But you are excited of what you've heard about how he's been hanging with George Pickens. So I want to see what he does against Hakeem. And the likes of Diggs, if Diggs is playing this week. That's what I want to see against a team like Buffalo. And Buffalo has other good receivers. They have other good, they have Davis. They have good receivers there. When Gabe Davis is up against you, that's what you want to see from these guys. So they are going to have some better competition to play up against. If Nick Herbig does it again, if Nick Herbig is in the backfield two more times and getting sacks, if he raises it up to three and a half sacks, you might start thinking that this is a habit. And remember, what Mike Tomlin said about Gunnar Olszewski last year, when he fumbled the second time. Week two, then again in week four, he said, well, first time is is a happening. The second time could be a problem. Could be a habit. It works on good things, too. Nick Herbig might be phenomenal. He might jump Marcus Golden, who's still very good. You want a depth at outside backer. You have it now, but he doesn't have to go out there and do it every week. You just like to know that that guy's on your team, that he could continue to do it, not just in preseason week one, but in week 18. You want to know that that's possible. That's what makes an organization deep. And it's all about the depth inside linebacker. There is depth. There's plenty of depth on the offense, the defensive line. And if guys continue to be getting hurt. Yeah, you're going to need it, but you can see a future. Of Isaiah Loudermilk, Keanu Benton, and DeMarvin Leal as your defensive line. Not that we're trying to push Larry O and Cam Hayward out the door, but Larry O is in a walking boot. You're in walking boots for different reasons. My daughter has a bad bruise and she's in a walking boot. On her foot. So it doesn't mean that it's broken. It doesn't mean you, you know, you have something going on, you need to protect it. But it's nice to know that these guys can go. Keanu Benton, we don't even know what's up with his ankle. Hopefully, we will find that out when Mike Tomlin speaks, and that's presumably on Tuesday. Those are the things you want to know, those are the things that you need to see. And we're going to see that stuff. We definitely are. A couple more guys to talk about, and we're going to talk about, we're going to take one more break here. We're going to take a real break now. The last one wasn't a real break. I just played the music. Welcome back to Bad Language. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. It's Fans First Sports Network. It's the Steel Curtain Network. And the Pittsburgh Steelers are playing football. They won 27-17. to I know the outcome is not the most important thing. It's how the players play. And we know that, but doesn't it feel good when they win? I mean, it must, because... Look at the Baltimore Ravens. They win like 25 straight preseason games and they're throwing parades and calling themselves the best of all time. But you don't need to be the best of all time in preseason. It's what you do in regular games. But that's, that's the Ravens and they're going to continue to do that. They need something. That team and their fan base needs something to hang on to. And man, I'd rather talk about the regular season and six super bowls compared to two i would i'm much rather but that's not what we're talking about right now we are talking about the regular season coming up and the preseason is to see guys get ready and see what you have the one thing that you get the most Out of watching the Pittsburgh Steelers play against Tampa, in Tampa, in very hot weather, my gosh, it was muggy, it was steamy. These guys were wearing black jerseys, and they're wearing them for a reason, but because they were the visiting team, and Tampa could make them wear those. But here's a funny thing. If it was that hot, and it was in Pittsburgh, they're still wearing the black jerseys. They don't care. And they don't, they're, they're, that's what they do. Any Jersey is going to be hot. And I know I, I'm not wearing a black t-shirt that much in the dog days of August. I get it. But seriously, you know, you're tougher. If you could do what you did in that game. And still wear a black Jersey in that kind of heat and humidity that prepares you even more. And that's what this is. It's about preparation. So I, I love that they do that. Other teams are going to continue to do that to the Steelers. And it's funny when they do, and they don't get the advantage over it. They, they really don't. Other teams don't get the advantage. If you're hanging. Your hopes on whether you're going to be wearing a jersey that is going to breathe a little bit more or absorb less heat. Come on. Especially for a night game. A night game's funny to me because it's not like there's that much sun. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Anyhow, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. We are talking about their depth, but not to get too excited. I'm not trying to overuse Pump the Brakes. By the way, check out Pump the Brakes on Wednesday nights here on Steel Curtain Network. With Kevin Tate, Big G, and Shannon White. Great new show here from SCN. But I'm not trying to go ahead and steal their phrase. So I'm not going to All I'm going to say is that, you know, don't crown anybody and don't cut anybody after one game. It remember first time is, is a habit it is not a habit. The second time is the habit. That's when you start worrying. For me once, for me twice, that, that kind of stuff. Kevin in the third, you got to feel good about because you know, he has the P word. He has the potential to be doing that kind of stuff. You know, the other thing is, you know, that the knee injury that he had is not lingering. Somebody had, was it a knee? Well, anyways, he had a, he had an injury that took him out of all of last year. And when you have that, you worry that is, is he going to lose his speed? Cause that's why he was drafted because of his speed. He has not lost his speed. If he lost some speed, then my gosh, how fast was he before this happened? And now, you know, he could run routes and he could catch footballs. So anybody that wants to compare him to Dree Archer, it's not the same situation as Dree Archer. Really isn't. Now, big concern is Kendrick Green. Kendrick Green was back to playing fullback yesterday. But where you really are going to get concerned here is if something happens to the guys ahead of him. You know, Mason Cole is the guy at center yet. You, you had a penalty from Kendrick green. You had him snap a ball over the head of, of uh, I believe it was Mitch Trubisky. It was either Mitch or Mason. I believe it was Mitch. You had the other center. Ryan McCollum have a bad exchange with Tanner Morgan. We don't know really until that's examined and the coaches tell us who was the main culprit there. But you know that there's problems at center. And when the guy who you think is going to be your backup center has a hurt shoulder in Sunday's practice, that being Nate Herbig, Then you start to worry. And this is a thing that now it goes against some of the things I was saying, but I want to see if he could rebound in week number two, you're still going to put him out there in week two of the season being Kendrick green. But if he's struggling again, that's when you're, you're looking elsewhere. You might even be looking at other teams and that's what they do. You know, they're looking at other teams. You might look at a a different young guy and you might say year number three. Okay. It's, it's not happening for Kendrick green and he's not going to stay on the roster as a fullback. He's going to stay on the roster. If he's good enough, if he's just decent enough to be depth on that line. That's what it's going to be. So the injury reports are going to be a big deal. A lot of people didn't think the Steelers had depth at inside linebacker. I mentioned that they did before, but I didn't talk about how deep it is. Tanner Muse is pretty decent. Nick Kwiatkowski was all over the place, but is he hurt? How hurt is he? You know, he got hurt. How hurt is he? And that's what we're trying to figure out. But you still have Marcus Robinson, who made a nice hit the other day. I mean, boy, you're loving what you're seeing in Quan Alexander, Landon Roberts, and Cole Holcomb. They are there as well. And they have been showing off as well in a very positive light. So we're going to see what you have there. But depth is the key. And right now in preseason, what you're looking to see is how you could fill that depth. Most of your starting guys, you know, are there. And now it's filling out that roster in case of emergency and breaking glass. My name's Brian Anthony Davis. This is Steel Curtain Network, a part of Fans First Sports Network. This has been Bad Language, and as always, I am apologizing for nothing.